Hey, Nick. What? Guess who my favorite wrestler is. I don't know. Okay, Nick, let me help you out. Addy's favorite wrestler. Uh, it's John Cena. Oh, I guess I can't see her now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me, as always... Gator. I'm back from TPE. He survived. Barely. Oh, man. You know, this feels like deja vu for some reason. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we just recorded this and then realized it wasn't Realized working. we were using the wrong microphone. So, so yeah, he was hanging with uh, Corey Frisbee out in Vegas. And let me tell How you, was that? hanging is not the word. Barely struggling to keep a hold <laughs> might be a better term. Yeah, you were for running. That. You were running with the big dogs out yeah, there. Yeah, there's no keeping up with that band as much as just hoping you don't like die in the wake. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the best way of describing that. Yeah, and and for some reason Corey and Nick both could not realize the time difference because I kept getting the four and five a.m. Uh, wake up calls from them. <laughs> As they were just getting into their hotels. It's like, you're not going to believe what happened. The best one was Thanks, probably guys. what? Was it Thursday night into Friday when I was messaging you at what would have been 5.30 my time? So it would have been about 7.30 a.m. your time. Yeah, and you were just getting in. Yeah. Yeah. That was rough. Yeah. That was a very On both ends because I'm not a morning person. Night. And then Frisbee calling me at like 3.30 in the morning here. <laughs> Telling me that you you went to your hotel room and won't come back out to play. I I was done. I was done. well. You know what? So that was the last night we were there. Yeah. Okay. And he had gone off, and I thought he'd already left. Now, mind you, he told me he was hitting the wall. He cashed out his tab. You know, he was done. He rallied, and he rallied while I was talking with some folks from um, Nova Cigars. I was talking to Leo and Ari. We from love Nova. those. Those people. And um, Corey evidently rallied in the meantime. I didn't realize this. And so I went back to my hotel and I packed up my bags and I, I went to bed. Then my hotel room phone rings. He tracked you down. He used the house hotel phone to call my room because his phone had died. And this is the best way he could communicate with me. And oh. so. Well, it was better than him scamming a key somehow and just standing over you when you wake up. Because I wouldn't put it past him to do. That's true. And so, yeah. So, he uh, he managed to call my room. Wanted to get me downstairs for a drink. I That was not going to happen. No. Then he asked for your number, and I was gladly happy to oblige. <laughs> I was not amused. <laughs> but it was great to talk to him, just not at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> now, you may notice, I'm going to go ahead and point this out. It's the white elephant in the room. Dogs are barking. We're sitting on the back deck. It's 60-something degrees in Waterloo, Illinois today, and I, it is gorgeous. I brought the weather back Spring from has Vegas sprung. with me. Spring has sprung. I brought the weather from Vegas back with It's going to be like 30 tomorrow, but or not Tuesday, I guess. But Tuesday. yeah, we, we have a two-day respite here from the winter. It's oh, awesome. It's beautiful I, I out. I did my best to bring the good. We even have an audience. Away. Indeed. have my lovely ex-wife, Kristen, and Addie sitting here with us, so... She did the cold open a minute ago. Big fan of John Cena. Oh, my. Yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, we have tons of audio from all so sorts how do you of different want people. So uh, how do you want to work this in? So I figure what we'll do is I'll just kind of give my thoughts and, and, and prayers, and initial impressions. No. Oh, not your thoughts and prayers. Okay. No, nobody needs. 
Nobody, I mean, everybody could use prayers, but exactly. nobody in this case is specifically. I don't know, I don't know how of. thoughts really help anyone. I mean, prayers, yeah, you're praying to your, you know, God. But and anyway, well, you know what? Before we even get into TPE, oh no, how about we, we light up a stick? The stick. So I did receive a lot of cigars from the show, and I wanted to do one this time that we haven't done before. Okay. So we're going to smoke a Placencia, specifically the Placencia Reserva Original. Ooh. We're going to do the Robusto size, which is four and three quarter by 52. And this is a Nicaraguan Puro. So the wrapper, binder, and filler are all from Nicaragua. Good deal. Indeed. Beautiful. It's a triple band. There is, there is a band on the foot, and then there are two bands up near the, uh, the cap. Yep. So let me get mine out of the cellophane. It's a freaking Robusto. It's very little cellophane. You don't need to do that. It's created some sort of vacuum. Okay, there we go. Anyway. What's in there? Well, with that... It never gets old. I will go ahead and <laughs> cut the cigar. Jeff is looking around for something. Oh my gosh, he's got a cutter. I do. We're back out in the uh, environs here, and I've got my toys with me. Look at that. What a beautiful cut. Ooh, that's chocolatey on the... I did a cold draw and then did a retro hail. Yeah. I think I I think that is something that I've created on my own. I've never heard yeah, of anyone doing that. Nobody does a cold draw retro hail. Try it. Ooh, that's good. Kristen, you want to try it? You, you breathe it in and then blow it out your nose and see see I know what you're going to get on it. Or I know what I got. It tastes chocolatey. You get that, don't you? Yeah. She got it too. Okay, let's see what you get. I mean, yeah, there's maybe some chocolatey flavor to it did you do the retro i did not do no it. do the retro hail that's oh where you'll God. that's where you there's get nothing it. a retro hail try it and see prove me wrong you need the smoke to retro hail no, there's nothing you don't. A retro hail no. pull it in pull it in then blow it out your nose and you'll see exactly what i'm talking about there's nothing to retro hail dude your palate's dead anyway mm, that is chocolatey on get the uh, retro hail there on the cold draw band off the foot here i think i've created something that is easier said than done this thing is Oh, that band is just done for. I was hoping I'd be able to just slide it off. Oh, wait. There it goes. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. There it goes. I got mine. Awesome. And we're lighting. Maybe. Can't see with the freaking sun. We've had two days of sunshine in the last two months in uh, the St. Louis area, and Nick's complaining about it. I just can't see the flame. Okay, I'm lit. All right. Well. And so's my cigar. Ah. ah. Hmm. There is a flavor. It's chocolate, isn't it? No. What are you getting? I'm getting chocolate. What is it? Dude, I think it's like chocolate. It's not chocolate. You're high. Try a retro hail. This one's a little harsher. You're going to cough, I'm afraid, but... <coughs> There's like a fruit or a nut. You're a nut. Shut up. Our, our neighbor's out and the dogs are on point. Anyway. Yeah. you got to keep your head on a swivel when they're guarding the back patio. There's like a fruit or a nut kind of thing going on. I'm getting chocolate. Not getting chocolate, but that's all right. Yeah, I'm getting like a cow powder, cocoa. All right then. Well, anyway, so yeah, so I went out to Vegas and I got out there on uh, Tuesday. All right, last Tuesday. I'm letting Kristen try my cigar so she can give us her thoughts on it too. Okay. There you go. And uh, the show didn't start until Wednesday, so I was just out there early. So I, I went and checked in and uh, I stayed at the Harrah's because, you know, I cashed in some Caesars points. And um, I uh, was going to walk down to the Sahara because the Sahara is one of the two sites where you could check in. You could either check in at the convention center or you could check in 
at the Sahara. And I wanted to check in at the Sahara because I was under the impression that the check-in was near the pool and that after you checked in, people could go and, you know, stand out. I think that was more than an impression. I think that was, they they had kind of alluded. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, that pool. How'd that work out? Yeah, it didn't work out too well. So first of all, my hotel was much farther away from the Sahara than I thought. I looked on the map. And You've looked, never been good, you know, judging size. I looked at, you know, I looked at the map and it was pretty, pretty close. And then, uh, <laughs> pretty close <laughs> turned into like a three mile walk. The dirty look from my ex-wife on that one made me laugh. There anyway. you go. So anyway. I so thought it was funny. The, uh, that turned into a three mile walk. Okay. And, um, that was a little much, a little more than I intended. A three mile walk? It was a little more than I intended. You almost did a 5K. I know, right? So anyway. You should have got a t-shirt. Something. Anything. Got some people to pledge you per mile? It'd be f- yeah, that would have been nice. So <laughs> I got to the hotel and there was registration by a pool. Unfortunately, it was the one pool out of three that the Sahara had that was under renovation. So Of course it was. So I went inside the bar and when I got inside the bar... I, I sat and had a drink and a smoke and ended up um, meeting some folks from Michigan that were in town for the show. And so we sat and just kind of talked and everything there for a while. So we made our own party for a yeah. little while. It was fun. But then um, but then uh, I ended up meeting up with Corey because Corey was at the time. Corey came into town on Tuesday as well. Now, Corey was staying at the Best Western, which I found during my walk was Right next door to my hotel. To your hotel. Which was very random. I thought his hotel was further away, but apparently Inconvenient. It was right next door. But not at four in the morning when he was trying to get you to come out and play and he could find you easy. It's exactly. So yep. but he was busy helping Oscar set up his booth. I love Oscar. Oscar's great. He's a great guy. And so after he Valid uh, had uh, pronounce the last name for me. Validaris. Validaris. Hey, I got it right. So we got uh, he got done doing that. So he and I met up, and originally the thought was that we would just go grab dinner because both of us, admittedly, were very tired. You know, I got up at three fifteen in the morning Tuesday after two hours of sleep, and flew all the way to Vegas. And yeah, I quote unquote slept on the plane, but realistically, nobody ever sleeps on no, a plane. I not mean, well. It, it was horrible. So anyway, so and he was tired, so we were thinking we were just going to grab some food. But he was like, I'm, I'm hungry, but I'm not quite hungry yet. So let's grab a drink or two and then we'll go and grab some food. That was my mistake because that drink or two turned into many, many drinks. All the drinks. All the drinks. And no dinner. We ended up not finding any dinner. Oh, that was a bad idea. Yeah. And it was there that we met our friend Savannah that... Uh, put a picture up. That I don't remember putting a picture up, by the way, but I put That's it up. That's dangerous. Put it up so it happened. Yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah. So, but anyway. Yeah, you should never. Um, one, you should not be drunk posting. Drunk posting is a bad but thing. But not to the business page yeah. either. So anyway, yeah. so um, Savannah is, uh, well, let's say she's a career woman. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Working girl. <sighs> I was going to say salesperson, but. Well, I mean, kind of. And, uh, but what, it, it was you funny. You didn't tag her in this photo, did you, now that you're talking about this on the cast? No. Oh, thank God. No. Okay. I, do, I have no means of contacting her ever that you again. Know, that you know of. We'll just say that. you. That's. I don't know. That's what you means. suspect. Unless Corey has means that I'm not aware of. Okay. Anyway. I'm just saying maybe you sh- maybe somebody that might listen to the podcast you shouldn't call out for that. 
something illegal. Yeah, it's true. True. Anyway, so anyway, so the whole uh, the whole thing with her was Corey was sitting there and he was you know educating me about observing people. Oh, and Corey he, is very good at that. And he picked her out. He goes, "See, now she's a she's a prostitute." Oh my god! And I'm I, trying to get you away from this so bad. And I and I told him I said no because she's just in jeans, you know, just hanging out and everything. And I'm thinking she's just a lady. And he's like, "No, no, just watch." So he starts flirting with her. And next thing you know, she's sitting over by us, and we're drinking and everything, and everybody's having a fun time and all this kind of stuff. And, yeah, no, turns out he was right. Yep. So, but then uh, but then what happened was, so Corey, being a gentleman, you know, because we talked to her for quite some time, he went to the restroom. Well, she needed to go to the restroom, so they walked together. So apparently during one of their trips to the restroom together, he must have told her, Into the hey, same stall? Is that what you're getting at? Hey, I don't know what happened on the trip to the restroom. I'm just <laughs> knowing that they both went to the restroom. But Corey's going to be so happy you discussed this. No, they didn't go into the same no, stall. No, but they, but he, he gave her some money and said, look, you know, neither... Is that even legal? I guess nothing exchanged hands. I was going to say, it'd be so like it's me legal. giving something, money to you. I mean, you, you always know, whatever. You always make me pay for it. Anyway. Um, One way gave, or the other. He gave her some money. Oh. Trust me, there were rounds of drinks being bought. We all paid. Okay. I mean, we all paid. But anyway, he gave her some money and basically said, look, you know, I know time is money and we've taken up a lot of your time. So here's a little bit of money, you know, but none of us are going back to the room. Yeah. And so I thought what happens in Vegas stayed in Vegas. But here we are talking about it on the podcast. Except herpes. That shit will follow you home. Indeed. But anyway, so, (laughs) so anyway, while he's gone, two of her friends show up. Brittany and Mia. Oh, God. And Brittany and Mia start talking to Corey. Well, I guess somehow or another, they found out that he gave Savannah some cash for her time. Yeah. So some, and I'm fuzzy on how it all, you know, went down, but. They wanted theirs. I went back to my room. Savannah, I guess, wasn't with them. Um, Corey was going back to his hotel. They were separated from Corey. Corey gets back into his hotel. And the two, Brittany and Mia, confront him on the casino floor. And they're like, hey, we know you gave Savannah some money and you need to give us some money. To which Corey points out to them, Savannah was with us for much longer and was much more entertaining than you are. Yeah. And at that point, two gentlemen that were sitting there playing slot machines stood up Uh and got involved in the situation. She had backup. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And I guess that's, that's when Corey decided, all right. We'll do this right here in all front of all these cameras and everybody. Let's go. And I guess it rocked them back just long enough for security to come over. And, and pounce. Basically pounce and ban the four of them, the the two ladies and the two men. Wow. So, yeah, so Corey almost got shaken down and jumped for some money in the casino after I left him on Tuesday night. Wow. So. You left your wingman behind. You're a horrible wingman. Let's start calling you Goose. You know, we can get to that later, too. But I don't think Corey wants that story shared on the podcast. So yes. we won't. Goose. Like, anyway, we need anyway. to get in your recordings. Yeah. So anyway, so that was Tuesday. Oh, God. I'm so glad I didn't go on this trip. No, dude. You missed one hell of a time. Yeah, but I, you know me. I don't actually like to drink that much. Yeah. You, I really don't. <laughs> you missed a hell of a time. Oh, Lordy. So then Wednesday... You know, the show started around, technically, I guess, the keynote. The neighbor's leaf backing now. I know. <laughs> so, the the keynote... Obstacle like, to recording after obstacle. Anyway. And yet, you keep talking over me, too. That's true. So, anyway. So, the keynote by Carl Malone started at 1030. Yeah. And... Mailman. I will admit I did not make that. <laughs> um, you missed the mailman's speech? No, I saw him later. Okay, good. 
I mean, I didn't see the speech, but I, I did see him later. Okay. Did you ask him about the championships? I didn't really talk to him. Oh, okay. Because that anyway, probably wouldn't have gone over well. No, probably not. Yeah. But anyway, so I got, I got to the show, and I will admit it was significantly larger than I thought it was going to be, even based off the map. So I had a map, but, you know, on the map, tobacco was only a quarter of the show floor. Yeah. That quarter was a show floor in and of itself. And oh, wow. It was huge. So basically, I spent all day Wednesday just kind of getting the lay of the land, figuring out where everybody was at, who all was there, you know, and everything like that. I mean, yeah. it, it was huge, dude. It was just, I can't put into words how just amazing, just huge and amazing this was. And like I said, I didn't even venture off into the other three quarters of the show floor that had all the CBD and the vapes and everything else. Because I was really looking forward to you scamming me some CBD samples. I know you were, but that's why you should have come you out. You just hung me out to dry. No, that's why you should have just gone ahead and come out there with oh, me. I couldn't afford it. <laughs> I'm so strapped. So so that leads me to, to Thursday. Well, Wednesday night was the industry night party at the, the Sahara again. And I will admit, I did go, but I didn't stay for too terribly long. Yeah. It was really crowded in some parts of it. And it was one of those things where if you knew people, then you were good. But yeah. if you didn't know anybody, you were just standing there like, the well, this being your first time at the show, you probably hadn't made all your connections yet. Well, I'm standing there like the guys at the night at the Roxbury with my drink, just kind of like, <laughs> you know, banging my head and just and cats and watching and everybody and have a good time. But I did run into Tim Aiken from the Hill Cigar Company oh, while I was Tim. there. And so Tim and I ended up talking and hanging out for a little while at that. But he was he came into town on Wednesday, so he was pretty wiped, too. So so we didn't we didn't stay too terribly long at the party. And then I went back to my hotel room and ended up uh, getting getting a little bit of food from the restaurant downstairs and watching um, A Ghost in the Darkness on Stars. Nice. Now, you also watched... So I stayed up late watching that. You also watched a friend of mine that night. I did. You did. For a little brief period of time, I watched an episode of Naked and Afraid with Lacey. Lacey. Yes. Now, you know the funny thing about Lacey? It was when she was, like, thanking God for finding the turtle. Yeah. So that she could make a bowl out of its shell and eat it. That's when I was like, oh. Turtle, there's some good eating. I was like, I don't know about that. And then she found these like river mollusks or something. Yeah. And ended up not cooking them right and yep. throwing up. Yeah, yep. they made her sick. When she started throwing up, that's when I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. Now, and, you want to know the funny you know, thing about this? It worked this? out well. Let me, let me point something out here real quick before we get into the recordings you've made out there. Okay. Lacey's going to come on the show as a guest. Oh, well, there We're gonna we go. We're going to get to talk about Naked and Afraid with my buddy Lacey. Yeah, there. it's going to be exciting. She's done, ooh, she's going to get mad at me if I get this wrong. I think she's done four of these now. She did um, one 21-day challenge. Lacey mad at you. No. She'll start stealing stuff of yours or something. Oh, she'll, she'll, she'll take my fire starter and kick my butt. 21 days. Uh, then she did, I think, two of the 40-day challenges. And then she did, this one was a 21-day by yourself alone. And, I mean, those things... They'll mess with your head when you're by yourself like that for that long. So yeah, she seemed like she was pretty out of it in, during this thing. So yeah, she yeah, it, it it affected her, and we'll talk about that. Like I said, she's going to come up. The only thing she requested is uh, she really likes the uh, acid cigar, so we have to do an acid for that podcast. Well, that's fortunate because I had a lady just come at me at the bar, I think Thursday night, and just throw like three acid 20s at me so perfect <laughs> it works out well what are you getting on your stick there before we get into your recordings i'm still getting some like fruit and nut not anything specific at all. but maybe like a little caramely flavor maybe okay caramely 
So on Thursday, I ended up going to the show, and Thursday was my working day. Thursday was the day I was going to get my audio. So I started in one corner of the of the floor and just started snaking my way down the aisles, collecting audio from folks. And basically, I asked, I, I, I will admit, I pretty much just kind of asked everybody the same thing. I just went up and introduced myself and asked if they would, you know, give me some audio. I asked them to introduce themselves, talk about the brand a little bit, and then just give me some thoughts on TPE. Yeah. And then that way everybody kind of is the same, you know, because admittedly there were some people that I talked to that I wasn't very familiar with their stuff. There were others that I was more familiar with their stuff, but I wanted to make sure that everybody kind of got a little bit of equal time and equal play. So, and it, and I did not hit every single booth. I I will admit that you know up front too. I did uh, kind of go through and to some degree cherry pick, but then in other you know areas there were people that for whatever reason I just missed. Like for example, you know Robert and Sharon Holt from Southern Draw were out there. However, when I went to um, speak with them on Friday because I I missed them on Thursday, they'd already left because they had an event that they had to go to in another area. So they had mm. some sales reps covering their booth on Friday. So unfortunately I did miss the Holtz on Friday. Um, who else did I miss? I missed like Michael Henderson over at EP Carrillo. There were a handful of, a couple of them that I did miss. There were a couple of, of uh, people that did not wish to speak, you know. And it was amazes me. Yeah. Um, the folks from, uh, well, I guess I go, I'll go ahead and say... There were a couple of, uh, well, it was the big four. The big four didn't really want to talk to me. So, Imagine you know, that. I guess they... Well, and the thing I don't it, get so. about that is, we're not, we're not, you know, yeah, we would love some advertising. And if you're listening to the cast and you work for one of these companies, we'd love you to advertise with us. But you doing these interviews was free. There was no charge for it. It's free PR. Why wouldn't they come on? The only thing I can figure is maybe it was... Because we are the up-and-coming podcast. It's true. But the only thing I can think of is maybe it was reps... Maybe there wasn't like any sort of like you know official quote unquote that that was able to but do. But if it. you're gonna have and an so official some, quote unquote at any event, wouldn't it be this? Mm. I mean, come on. Well, you'd have thought, but yeah. I mean, you know, in this case, I mean, there were some booths that didn't, so it's okay. I mean, I hit quite a few people, so I've got quite a bit of audio. So what we'll do is um, now we'll go ahead and jump into some of my audio from TPE, and then we will come back and. Give some more thoughts on the cigar, kind of a little bit more, and then we'll jump into more audio. I will say, um, this is this stick tastes very good. I like it. Kristen liked it too. She was she kind of nodded to me, and after she tried it, she liked it. I've had another Placencia before, and uh, I think it was the 146, and um, it's a really good cigar. So I I was kind of thinking we were in for something good here, but but no, I'm I'm liking this. This is the uh, Reserva Original. So. Yeah, good cigar. Anyway. Again, I'm getting the cocoa chocolate kind of flavor. You're getting fruits and nuts for some reason. And like a caramely kind of thing. Yeah. On. Yeah. It's good. It's good okay. stick. I like this. It's good. All right. So we'll go to some audio from TPE and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Bobby Newman, a third generation cigar maker from JC Newman Cigar Company. Uh, Nick, it's so nice to meet you. And uh, we're uh, today's the 29th of January. We're at the, uh, tobacco, the TPE show, Tobacco Products Exposition. We've been coming here from uh, uh, day one. Uh, we used to go to all the NATO shows. And it's nice to see that there's so many uh, of our uh, premium cigar customers from coast to coast are here. And uh, uh, we've been, like I said, we've been coming every year. I haven't been to the show, uh, Nick, in probably five years. 
and it, it's morphed into it's got it's become a very uh, meaningful show for, for us. I'm sure other cigar manufacturers, because we have show specials here like everyone else, so it helps to pay the uh, be, the expenses to be out in the beautiful Las Vegas. And uh, I will say the best trade shows in the world are in Las Vegas. Behind us, uh, in the parking lot, there's, they're setting up for a concrete show. Can you imagine a concrete trade show? I, I don't know what you show there, but uh, anyway, it's um, we're very excited, very bullish. Uh, uh, Nick, how old are you? I'm 38. Well, Nick is 38. He looks like he's about 23. <laughs> but, Nick, don't flatter yourself. You pick the mother, right mother and father. No, really. You've got a young-looking face and a great hairline. <laughs> and um, But it's... Uh, we're very bullish on the industry. There's so many challenges, a lot of headwinds. But when I got in the business full-time in 1975, it's 45 years ago, only old men smoke cigars. Today, you see people uh, that, and they're 21 and up, enjoying a fine cigar. 1975, if you saw someone your age smoking a cigar, it looked ridiculous. It, like, it, would, look, it would look like someone... Uh, a young man wearing an ascot, like who do they think they are type of thing. So the industry has certainly uh, has grown. Um, a lot of new new young people, over 20, 21 or older, coming in. Did you hear that, FDA? <laughs> um, so we're, like, we're very bullish. Uh, we ex- Our grandfather started our company in May of 1895, and today we export to 81 countries. And I'm not that smart, but I can tell you what's happening through, in every one of these countries, economically and socially, through the eyes of our importer, and uh, so we um, uh, are very—I say—we're very bullish on, on the industry, despite all the headwinds. And every industry is going through problems. You look at the NRA, the gun—whether you're uh, the, the gun industry or if you're pro-choice, pro-life, whatever. So we just got to keep forging uh, forward. And I will say this before I uh, shut up: that. Uh, Warren Buffett probably said it best. If you were born an American or you are an American citizen, you've already won the uh, you've already won the lottery. So uh, we're glad to be here, and uh, thanks for the opportunity to let me say a few words, Nick. All right, thank you. All right, I'm Ben Holt. I'm with Ovea Negra Brands, the owner of uh, Dissident Cigars uh, here at TPE 2020. Um, holding down the fort for all the brands of Ovea Negra, Black Label Trading Company, Black Work Studio, Emilio, and Dissident. Uh, we're just highlighting our core line here. We're not really releasing anything new yet, but we do have some new stuff that will be coming out later in the year. Um, but it's been a good good show. Uh, I really enjoy uh, the camaraderie. That's really been, you know, I think TPE's done a really good job of bringing a lot of people together. Uh, they've been very cohesive, and it's been, it's, it's been a great great show so far. We're only day two, so we still got another day left to go. Um, but, yeah. Sales been good and everything so far for you? Yeah, yeah, we've uh, we've already you know we already covered our cost yesterday with some orders, and we're you know now it's everything else is gravy, you know. So uh, yeah, we have a lot of retailers coming out. Um, I think uh, they, positive feedback on their end as well too, um, and you know they're coming. They're, I think they like the flow of it. They're liking how it's easier to do business, uh, and really you know you get it seems like you get a little bit more time to talk with the retailers as well too here uh, um, versus you know PCA, but. Um, I have to give I have to give my hats off to what uh, what TPE did. They put they put up they put on a good show. You can go to oveanegrascigars.com. Uh, it has a list of our retailers uh, on our retail map. Uh, we got some swag on there as well too for uh, if you want to get some black label dissident uh, 
Black Works uh, hats and, and swag and everything on there. Uh, but we are growing all over the United States. So uh, contact your local retailer if uh, you're interested in it, and uh, we'll get our reps on it and bring it to you. All right. This is Shannon Hope from Missouri Meerschaum Company. We're here at TPE. Um, it's wonderful. We've uh, got to meet a lot of smiling faces and see old customers and new customers, which we always like. Uh, we often hear that our pipes smoke cool and well, and uh, they, they are built to last, truly. Um, we've been in business, actually, last year was our 150th year, so 151 years of continuous business. Um, our cobs are actually out of uh, four strains of old white corn uh, that were hybrid together. And we grow our own corn, and then uh, we take it, and after it's been shelled, um, we dry it for two years so it becomes hard as wood. And then depending on which cob you like, some people like the natural, so we leave it in its natural state. And then there's ones that go through all of the uh, plaster of Paris, which is done twice, and then with the different finishes on it. And um, we're trying to always stay current and bring new things into the market, the way the bowls are or the way they look. Um, so we just really appreciate it if everybody would uh, still keep us popular because we greatly appreciate it. 150 years, and we want we want 150 more. Mm-hmm. And where can folks check you out at? They can check us out on pipes at corncobpipe.com, and uh, they can always call us. So just Google us. There's only you know basically one American one, and we are the corncob pipe factory of the world. So. Just give us a call, and uh, we'll take care of you. And you can find us online as well. And, you know, just let us know what you're looking for, and we can help cater the perfect pipe for you. What up, guys? This is Jonas from Blackbird Cigars. So right here we are at the TPE 20. I can't complain. Things are going great. Right here I'm with my man Nick. He's more famous than me now. So this is kind of crazy. So what can I tell you, my man? Uh... Don't let nobody clip your wings, follow your dreams. That's why I'm here right now. So for those who haven't tried my cigars, let me tell you that was a result of a lot of hard work and sweat. So let me tell you that every time you smoke one of each of my cigars, you will understand the passion and all the hard work and the team behind this. So remember we have the Finch, we have the Rook, we have the Jackdaw, we have the Crow, the Cuckoo, the Young Kind. All of them feed everybody's palate. It can be for the, for the morning, for after lunch, or after work. We have something for every day, uh, time of the day. So, peace. See you guys soon. Uh, I am Ben Thornsberry with La Galera Cigars. We're here at TPE 2020. We're a premium cigar company based out of the Dominican Republic. Our factory's been there since 1936, making cigars for a multitude of other companies over the past 80-plus years. And we brought Galera to the market in 2016 as a premium cigar option. Very affordable price point, but we're very traditional in our approach to blending our cigars. We age all our tobacco and all our blends at least three years, so they're smooth and clean on the finish to give you that desired experience that you're looking for in a cigar-smoking experience. Here we're at uh, TPE, our first time coming to this trade show, but it's been a very good trade show so far. A lot of exposure that we're getting to some customers that we normally wouldn't come across, and it's just been a very good show so far. Hi, my name is Michael Shepankevich. My brand is Postania. We have two lines, two blends in the line. It's a Habano and a Broadleaf, Ecuadorian Habano and Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro. 
We come out with limited editions once or twice a year, depending. Uh, last year was the War Bear, and this year probably will be a, the War Bear in a new size. I also handle representation for Fable, which is a Pennsylvania broadleaf, as well as Guimaro, which is a San Andreas box press, which is Esteban Dizla's private blend from the factory of Nico Sueño. And uh, FQ Cigars, too, my boy Matt Hunt. The show is pretty good. I mean, it's interesting. I think it's still in its infancy as far as cigars are concerned, and we'll kind of see the direction that it heads in the next couple of years. But I still believe in PCA, and I still support PCA. Well, Nick, that's awesome, man. And you've got more interviews oh, to dude, come. Oh, dude, I've got plenty more people to, to hear from here. So this is only part one of our of our Part you know, one of, of, of our a few audio parts, here. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so then, um, so that was, you know, like I said, Thursday, I went around, I hit a bunch of people. And I want to point out that by and large, like I said, except for the ones that didn't want to talk, and even then, you know, they p- were polite when they said that they, you know, didn't want to. Everybody was, was extremely polite, extremely gracious. I mean... You had people recognize you, didn't I, you? I did have That's a few awesome. people recognize. I, I was so... I'm so happy for you about that. That was fun. Um, you know... let's be honest. You know, that, that makes you feel good. Because mm-hmm. you've got people halfway across the country that, that people recognize that, you. People that admittedly, I have no idea who they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going up and introducing myself to them, and but they're like, hey, it's you. And so, like... Yeah, it, it was nice. It was really nice. Yeah. It couple, just tells me that the podcast is getting probably more traction than we're realizing. A couple of highlights. Um, I got to meet um, Drew Newman and oh, cool. uh, in person. I also got to meet Bobby Newman in person. Drew was extraordinarily nice. I mean, we talked, you know, because we, we had him on the show before talking about the American. Yep. And he remembered and we talked quite a bit and everything. And uh, we'll get to his audio here in the second second grouping. I got to meet Husto Aroa, which, you know, Husto, he's been on the show before. Yep. And I, but I'd never got to meet him in person. That was a real treat. And, um, you know, I got to meet um, Nicholas Perdomo III. Uh, he was out there manning the booth. That's and, awesome. And he was extremely nice as well. So You've had his dad on the show, if exactly. I'm not mistaken. I mean, yep. I, dude, I, I can't. And I know I'm leaving some people out. So, you know. If I'm leaving you out, don't don't take offense. I'm just I met a lot of people and, and, and some are just not coming to mind. But but I tried my best to take pictures with everybody and and really uh, you know. As we get ready to get back into some of these recordings, because I mean, let's be honest, you met a ton of people at this thing. I did. What are you getting on your stick? It's kind of gone more of a caramely taste at this point. You know, the fruit and nut. I know I'm not getting that sweetness subsided. Yeah, but it, it's definitely more of just like a smooth caramely flavor at this point. I'm halfway in. Let me try a retro hail real quick. I'll see if I can pull this off. Haha, <laughs> 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 Jeff coughs. This yeah, time. I did. <laughs> After the retro hail, I do see where you're coming from with the caramel. Early on, I was getting the uh, the chocolate flavor, heavy chocolate flavor, especially on that on the retro hail on the cold draw, which I know is something I've apparently made up. Uh huh. I was really getting that. You could really kind of get that, you know, with the olfactory senses there. But it, that's kind of waned a little bit. But now I see the caramel. Like I said, the retro hail, I get it. I don't get it just smoking it. Mm. So it's there. It's a quality cigar. That's a good stick. I like it. I don't think I've ever had a Placencia cigar before, so I'm really uh, enjoying this. This is a good cigar. It is. That's what I like. I know I say this all the time, but that's what I like about this podcast, is the fact that it, it is pushing me out of my comfort zone with cigars, and I'm, I'm learning a lot of sticks that I would have overlooked that I won't anymore. Oh, dude, you should have come out to this show. I know. Anyway, so let's get into some more audio and you know meet some more people that I met. 
and we'll come back and kind of talk a little bit more about the show. Well, thank you, Nick. So we're really excited because this is our company's 125th anniversary, and my my great-grandfather, Jason Newman, founded our company in May of 1895, and this May, May of 2020, is when uh, the restoration of our El Rolo factory in Tampa, Florida, will be complete. And so starting in May, we'll be welcoming visitors and hope that, that, that you and, 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 and your, your listeners will, will come and visit us in the Cigar City of Tampa and, and see our cigar museum, learn how cigars are made, go on a factory tour. We even teach you how to roll your own cigars and blend your old cigars if you want to do that. And, uh, and on our third floor, our, our handmade cigar rolling room, in addition to rows of hand cigar rollers crafting beautiful cigars, we're also going to have it set up to, 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 to allow for broadcasting and podcasting. And, and, and so there'll be modern technology. And we'd love to have you guys come in there and record a show and smoke some cigars, learn how to roll cigars all there together. And so it's, uh, we, we want to keep America's historic cigar-making tradition and legacy alive and look forward to using our El Relo factory in Tampa for that. You were kind of talking about the factory the last time we spoke and it, you kind of indicated that it was was looking more towards March so now you're saying May so I guess you're kind of finding construction slight some construction delay. Of course. So our El Rolo cigar factory in Tampa is 110 years old. It's a beautiful building, an old building, a large building and we had some really great plans for restoring it, for bringing it back to life the way it was in 1910 when it opened. Uh, but once we actually started work and and pulled back the old boards and removed some old wallpaper and, and got down in the structure, we realized it's a little more difficult uh, than we thought, uh, a, a little not as easy as it looked on paper. And it's one of those things where we're working with historic preservation architects and builders to make sure that what we're doing is historically accurate and respectful to our 110-year-old building. And so, in particular, uh, one of our biggest struggles was simply floors. How do we, how do we make sure that the, that the, the, the floors that we're going to have are either restored parts of the floor or match the restored same type of wood that was used in 1910. It's kind of thinking through that. and, and uh, But it, it's been a fun project, and it, it's, it's easy to build a new building. Yeah. It's a lot harder to take one that was built in 1910 and to restore it. Uh, but we're really excited. There will be uh, no other cigar destination like it in the country than our El Rolo factory in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida. No, we're looking forward to it. Now, the other thing I wanted to touch base with you on is the American has been out for not quite a year. I mean, it's going to be coming up on a year here relatively soon, I guess, right? So um, how's that been going? How's that been received and everything since its launch? Well, Nick, the Americans have doing, been doing great. Uh, I would give you one if I had any, but I brought a box to TPE, and it's been just over a day now, and I'm all out of people coming up trying to, to, to get them. So I, I should have brought more. But our, our 100% all-American cigar is just doing really well, and in large part because there's just nothing like it. From every piece of tobacco to the band, the cellophane, the hinges, the, the, the wood, the inks, everything from start to finish is all American. And there's a lot of great cigars 
out there in the world today here at the TPE show, but there's only one all-American cigar, and it's the American. And we're rolling uh, 200 per day. We have two rollers that each roll 100 cigars. And uh, what also limits us, too, is the fact that our wrapper is Florida sun-grown wrapper grown on a eight-acre farm. That's it. It's not going to get any bigger. And so we have these natural sort of limitations, but it just means that we have to share the American with the people who can appreciate it for what it is, like you, as an all-American cigar. It's very special. And uh, when you come visit us in Tampa later this year, you'll see uh, the American being rolled and, and can roll one yourself, too. So is there anything else that you wanted to highlight from your from the, the J.C. Newman line that, that maybe either is new or that you're kind of putting a push behind or anything like that? Sure. So in addition to our factory in the American, for us, 2020 is about celebration. Every day, people light up cigars around the world to relax and to celebrate. And for us, in 2020, we're lighting up our J.C. Newman cigars to celebrate our family's 125th anniversary. And so what I would say is we would like to invite you, Nick, and everyone else listening to light up your favorite J.C. Newman, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, Quorum, and the American, many more. Light up a J.C. Newman cigar wherever you are and help us celebrate our family's four-generation, 125-year-old tradition of handcrafting premium cigars. So please celebrate with us. Hi, my name is Nicholas Perdomo. I'm proud to be on the, uh, honored to be on the cigar pulpit. Glad to be here at the TPE 2020. Today we have our Perdomo Champagne, Perdomo 20th Anniversary, Perdomo Habano Series, and our Lot 23 Series, as well with our 12-year double-aged vintage and our new ESV Limited Box Press Edition. Um, we have some great deals and very happy to be here at TPE. Uh, just a phenomenal show. It's our first year, and uh, so far it's been a very a big success, so very happy to be here. I'm Jonathan Lipson, Director of Sales and Marketing for Alec Bradley Cigar Company, coming out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Very happy to be at TPE 2020. First time we have actually made it to the show floor. And uh, to be honest with you, we are pretty impressed with what we see. Uh, a lot of different retailers from around the country. Um, the great thing about TPE is we get to see a lot of C-stores that we generally wouldn't see at some other shows that are kind of migrating over to the premium cigar side. So uh, these are people that generally we, we don't see, and we're touching some new people at TPE. Um, with that said, we brought with us the brand-new Alec Bradley Caribbean Classic, which is an entry-level bundle cigar being produced at the Jesus Fuegos factory in Nicaragua. Uh, the price point, we decided to come out with the cigar at this show because it is C-Store friendly. And that is what we kind of believe outside of the you know, traditional premium tobacconists. You know, we are trying to touch that market, again, that we generally don't see. So um, we have four different sizes in that. And uh, it's presented in a great uh, countertop, you know, humidor-style piece that is actually very, very good in any store, but particularly C-Stores at that price point. You know, depending on what state you're in, the taxation, and without the taxation, you're about three and change a cigar, not even, you know, topping out at five a cigar. As well, um, at this show, we have the Alec and Bradley Blind Faith, which came out a couple years ago, uh, which was a limited production item. Um, with the success of that cigar over the last couple years and Alec and Bradley's uh, second follow-up cigar with Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the um, Gatekeeper, uh, we have increased production of Blind Faith, and it is now available as of the beginning of the show for worldwide distribution. So we're very excited about that. 
uh, again, you know, we're very happy to be at TPE 2020, and um, we're very, I'm going to say, pleasantly surprised at the turnout and uh, what we're seeing. Hi, everybody. We're out here at the Oliva booth here at the TPE 2020 show. Oliva's kicking it off nicely. We got a lot of good deals for all our customers. We're featuring the new Nub Humidor. If you were out here to see it, it's beautiful. Anybody who buys a box gets a free Nub Humidor. It's absolutely awesome. There's four different humidors, red, blue, a dark red, and a yellow. And uh, we're really doing well with it. We're running some specials here for everybody that comes, featuring the Milanio and the Siri V. And it's the first time in a very long time Oliva doesn't have back orders on our Series V. So we're really proud of that. So we're able to give deals for all our customers. That way you'll keep enjoying cigars and never have a back stock or out of anything on the shelves. So hopefully we'll catch you at the 2020 TPE show. Come on down to Oliva. We're having a lot of fun. And my name's Nick Zaglifa with Oliva Cigars. All right. Great to be here. Uh, Cigar Pulpit. This is Nick Malillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua Foundation Cigar Company. We're here at the TPE 2020. It's my first time here at the TPE. Yeah, so it's interesting. We're checking it out. A lot of customers from this area of the, uh, of the woods here. Where are we? Las Vegas. So we got a lot of in Arizona, New Mexico, California, which is great to see a lot of people come out. We have our whole product line from Foundation Cigars here. So, you know, I really wanted to create a product line that geared to all cigar smokers. So that was really my motivation in blending from price points to blends. So we have our Charter Oak brand, which is my homage to Connecticut. Um, a lot of great cigars were made in Connecticut for many, many years. They sort of faded away at the end of the 90s. So hence I created Charter Oak. Uh, it comes in Connecticut Shade and also Broadleaf. It got number one best value cigar of 2018 by Cigar Aficionado, which was a cool accolade. Um, we have my Wawense, which is my original release, all Nicaraguan filler binder wrapper. That is uh, my homage to Nicaragua after living there for so many years. I thought my first project should be... Um, you know, a tribute, a homage to the tobacco of Nicaragua, but also Nicaraguan culture. And then its Maduro version is the Wise Man Maduro Tabernacle. It's my Connecticut Broadleaf. That's my baby. That's my Connecticut Broadleaf, full flavor, full, you know, got power, strength, complexity. You got depth. Not overwhelming, though, on the palate, but for more of those fuller-bodied lovers. Um, and then we have the Tabernacle Cuban seed grown in the Connecticut River Valley. You know, Foundation, we have our office on a 50-acre tobacco farm in the heart of the Connecticut River Valley. That's where I'm from. So economically, I should probably be in Florida and have my office, but I wanted to, you know, have our presence. I think we're one of the only cigar companies to have an office on a tobacco field. Um, so we're set up there. And then I have um, my Highclere Castle, which is my... Rolls-Royce. That's my creme de la creme, the High Clare, which I make for uh, Lord Carnarvon, who lives in the castle. He's the godson to the Queen of England. We became friends. He flew down to Nicaragua, and we developed um, a Connecticut shade, which is really creamy, smooth, lighter-bodied. And then we have the Ecuadorian Maduro version called the Victorian, which is more that medium medium plus side. 
Check us out, Foundation Cigars, Instagram. Check out our YouTube. I got an awesome seed to cigar video. I worked on it for like over a year. Starts with seeds, time lapse through the whole process right to the box. So check that out. Uh, we're just trying to get our YouTube going, trying to create some cool content for you guys to see what we do. Nick, thanks for coming. I appreciate your listeners. Guys, keep smoking. Peace. Hi, everybody. My name is uh, Oscar Valladares from Oscar Cigars. So I am here in the TPE 2020. So I'm very excited, you know, in the show. It's, it's a good show. Uh, I have two new brands, uh, like extension of the brands. I have uh, the Oscar Maduro and Corona size, box of 11. Uh, very, very good balanced cigars, very good flavor. Uh, I have the new product right here. It's a uh, Superfly Corona. Corona, it's a, uh, you know, the regular Superfly, it's a Maduro wrapper with the filler Honduras, Nicaragua, and Dominican, Bander Honduras, and a Mexico San Andreas wrapper. But the new one for this show is a box of 10, beautiful fuchsia color, uh, Connecticut wrapper, one size, uh, 10 cigars in the box. It's a Corona size, uh, same, uh, filler, Bander, Bander is Honduras, filler Honduras, Nicaragua, and Dominican, and a Honduran Connecticut wrapper. Very, very good response. Uh, beautiful packaging, beautiful cigar. So, you know, if you had the chance, try it. It's a great cigar. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone over there. I'm Leo from Nova. I'm here in the TPE with my super friend and co-worker, Ari. Hello, everybody. This is Ari from Nova Cigars. Okay, uh, we want to say hello to everyone over there, to the people, yes, watch and see the amazing show, Cigar Pulpit. Okay, we want everybody really enjoy our cigar and enjoy that great show. These people, Nick and Getter, put together. Make Nova Big over there. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to this show. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, thank you for, for, for displaying, you know, the cigars and... Um, and, and to give us the opportunity to talk about the brand. And uh, we're happy to be here at TPE 20 and uh, with the Cigar Puppet. We got, uh, we're rock and roll in this show. Uh, there's a lot of cigars. We're showing a lot of good stuff. And, uh, you know, the, the people are very excited to uh, to smoke a good good smokes and to carry the cigars in the, in the retail stores. So if you if you guys out there want to try this, the Nova cigars, please ask your, your, your retailer to, uh, to, to get your cigars in your store. And make Nova big over there. Thank make you. Nova big. Hey guys, it's Wayne Clark, East Coast Sales Manager for Placencia Cigars here at TPE 2020. And uh, we're really excited this year uh, to have the opportunity to come and do this show. It's brand new. We're first timers and it's been great so far. We are featuring our entire line, but today I'm going to talk about the Ama uh, del Fuego, our newest release. It's uh, fantastic smoke, 100% tobacco from Amatepe with a Jalapa sun-grown wrapper. Fantastic smoke, highly rated. you got to come out and try it at some point in time. Uh, it's done really, really well for us. The Placencia family has been growing tobacco since 1865, and we've never missed a harvest through two revolutions. And now we're in Nicaragua, Honduras, the largest growers. Uh, you're going to love it. So come on out and try it. So by and large, that was Thursday. Okay. okay. So... I hit a lot of people on Thursday. Yeah. Um, but the day... Great audio, though. The day got away from me so rapidly. Mostly just due to the fact that, 
you know, you got to remember, this was a show for retailers to come out and place orders. Mm-hmm. So, and I was very conscious of that. I did not want to try and pull somebody away to do recording when they should be there doing business. Exactly. That, that was what they were there for. So I was running around a lot. Like, for example, Rocky Patel at the Rocky Patel booth. You know, those guys were busy. I yep. mean, they were busy. And so I had to circle back to them, I think, twice before I could finally pull away, you know, with some audio, just due to the fact that, you know, every time I went over there, they had people and they just didn't have time. Yeah. And I respect that. I'm not, like, criticizing anybody for that. I mean, like I said, that hey, was they're the there point to make of money. the show. And everybody has to win. You, you make know? hay while the sun shines. Precisely. And the sun was shining out there. And so, but, you know, there were a lot of people that, that were very gracious with their time. So, yeah, so that was that was Thursday. Everybody was very great. And so then Thursday night, we ended up at the bar again, and it got wacky again. You'll have that. It got wacky again. Then, uh, I, and I won't get into too much detail other than that. That that was a night that I need to probably not put in the vault. Put on audio for everybody. Oh, but but talking about the hooker was just fine. Well, nothing happened with the hooker. We just okay. we just interacted with the hooker. We Wait, didn't, so like, something happened. We didn't interact. <gasps> something long. happened. On nothing. The... Nothing oh, happened. Well, not with me. But nothing. Snap. Nothing happened. I got to watch. I was apparently a bad wingman that night. That's all I'm gonna say. You were a bad wingman the other night. I was not. What are you talking about? What's that? It's the same night. Thursday night. <laughs> Corey complained to Jeff about how he was a bad wingman, and Jeff's getting his knights confused here because... That's what I told him he needs to start calling you Goose. Anyway, I was not a bad gun. wingman. I, in fact, actually did everything the wingman should do. It's Nick not, is basically not, Anthony not, Edwards laying with his neck broken in the water. It was not my <laughs> fault that... Anyway, I won't get into any Only more people that have seen I, Top Gun will get that. I'm not going to get into the details of You know they killed him night. off on ER, too. No. They always kill Anthony Edwards off of shows. Well, there you go. Anyway, so no, that night was crazy, and I didn't get back to my hotel room until 5.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Which was incredibly late. And that prevented me from getting to Yeah, TV again, that, that led me to getting the text at 7.30 <laughs> in the morning here. I'm back in my room. I'm like, I'm asleep. <laughs> or I was. Anyway. <laughs> so, got back to TPE. A little late on Friday, but that was okay. I managed to go around and hit a few more people, get a little bit more audio. And uh, we'll go ahead and get into that now. Perfect. Hey, Cigar Pulpit, this is Chris Chanidoa with CLE Cigars. We're here at the TPE show in Las Vegas 2020. The show is absolutely fantastic. We're very happy with all the people we're meeting here. A lot of new friends. It's interesting to see the CBD guys on the other side doing what they do. And uh, we're here promoting the uh, Aidoa Dark. We're also promoting the whole Aidoa line, as well as, of course, the Asylum. Asylum Cigars and the stars of the show have been the Pandemonium and the Mutula Oblongata. And, of course... Our 70 by 7 that's also a, an awesome seller, still as popular as ever. And the uh, Ogres, those are really good cigars. And one cigar you may not know about is called the Winwood Hills. If you got a chance, try those. Those are really, really good cigars. They're, uh, they're also made out of Honduras, just like the other CLE line. And um, if you haven't tried the CLE line itself, from that one I recommend you guys try the CLE Asabache. And there's one that's not very popular you might be able to find in some stores. It's a 69 by 4 on the CLE Asabache, A-Z-A. So have a good time out there, guys. Keep smoking. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, 
CLE cigars, Asylum 13 cigars, Airoa cigars, and at Christian Airoa as well. And I uh, look forward to seeing you guys, and uh, thanks a lot, man. Enjoy. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director at Cigar Rights of America. We're here at the TPE show in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, where the industry's coming together months before the PCA show, which is a good thing. I think any time that the industry gets together is a good thing. So let's put out of our minds all this uh, us versus them mentality and all the uh, dramatic drama and more drama <laughs> that's affecting the premium cigar industry and the cigar industry as a, as a whole. Gathering is a good thing. There's been marvelous conversations with, with the manufacturers, with retailers. The exchange of information is a positive thing, plus great business is being done. Where in the month of February, which is great for the uh, West Coast states where they can come together and do some buying for the upcoming season, it's a, it's a very positive development, and the growth of this show is a, is a good thing. And we're also looking forward to the PCA show in July back here in Las Vegas, and it's going to be a fantastic show, and it'll be an adjustment kind of year for, for that, but we'll see how it plays out, but it's going to be another marvelous, marvelous opportunity. To talk about Cigar Rights of America, we hope your listeners will go to CigarRights.org. We hope they'll fill out the petition to their member of Congress for our H.R. 1854 and S-9 legislation that calls for a premium cigar exemption. We've also got a host of state legislation on our website. So if you live in Virginia or uh, Florida, there's legislation that impacts the the industry. There's a marvelous resolution in the Florida legislature that calls upon Congress to pass a premium cigar exemption because of what the industry means to the economy of the state. I just found out here at the TPE show that there's going to be a tax bill in the state of New York to try to raise the OTP to 75%. We're battling a 39% proposal in Virginia. Retailers are having to marshal the forces to fight it off. So it's at all levels of government. We've got impending deadlines with the FDA we're trying to fight off in court. We just found out today we're going to have a hearing on March 18th in front of the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals to try to get that date changed. It's ridiculous. The government doesn't want it. The industry doesn't want it. But because of one judge's decision in Maryland, we're all forced into this state of legal malaise and and battling the forces of evil, if you will. So with that, there's a lot of moving parts, local level, state, federal. Stay tuned to CigarRights.org. We'll keep everybody posted. And again, reach out to your members of Congress. Tell them that the industry needs to be treated differently and we're not a pack of cigarettes. Can't put it any more clear than that. I'm uh, Andy Yaffe with McAuliffe Cigars. I'm the national sales director. Uh, McAuliffe, uh, still a somewhat new brand. We're about four years old. We started uh, four years ago, actually, this month. And we're just continuing to grow. We're continuing to make good cigars. Uh, we have our own factory in Nicaragua for people that are unfamiliar with us. Make all the cigars in-house uh, with the Gomez Sanchez family, uh, who's been around since the 1930s have a massive Cuban heritage and legacy that they have, and we try to bring that to you through uh, McAuliffe Cigars. Um, Here at the TPE, this is our second year at the TPE, my personal first year. Uh, We're pretty impressed with where this show's headed. There's a lot of cigar retailers here, and there's a lot of cigar manufacturers here, so I feel like the TPE is the future of cigar trade shows, to be completely honest, and Excited to see what happens in the future, but uh, yeah, if you haven't tried a McAuliffe at some point in time, try to find one at your local retailer. You could find it on uh, McAuliffeCigars.com. We have a store locator. Find a McAuliffe, try it out. Uh, I think you'll be happy with what you try. So until next time, thanks.
My name is Miguel Chaudel, National Sales Manager with Crowned Head Cigars. We're here at the TPE 2020, uh, showing off all of our core brands, the lines like Four Kicks, La Imperiosa, um, Jericho Hill, our brand new La Coalition, and our brand new Juarez. Really enjoying the show out here. It's our first year attending TPE. We're always present at the PCA as well. And uh, just here talking about our new products. You know, we've been very successful. We've been around about 10 years. The two owners of Crown Heads have about 60 years combined experience in the premium cigar world. We're very, very, very blessed to work with uh, manufacturers like Ernesto Perez Carrillo, Don Pepin Garcia, the Jew Estates factory, as well as a little factory called Tobacco Letter Pichardo, who is uh, starting to make some noise in the business as well. So uh, Crown Heads, check us out online, uh, crownheads.com. You can follow us on Instagram at The Crown Heads and uh, learn about all things Crown Heads, man. We're known for uh, great cigars and great hats, and we love the business. My name is Nimish Desa. I am the VP of Operations for Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. And no, I'm not Rocky's cousin. Rocky's my cousin. Cigar Pulpit World, how are you guys doing? We're at the 2020 TPE, and if you ain't here, you guys are missing it. This show is amazing. There's vendors selling cigars, retailers buying cigars from us. It's an amazing time. And let me tell you about something new. We have something called the Cigar Smoking World Championship. And this event is very huge in Europe. And this year we had the honor of making the cigar for that event. And we're displaying it here at the trade show. And the consumers are loving it and coming by and getting it. We also got our age limited and rare. It's an amazing cigar. We actually age those cigars for two years before we bring them to market. We're just having a good time. And let me tell you, I was amazed by TPE because, you know, you keep hearing more and more people are coming. This is a legitimate show, and the people are here having a good time. So if you're not here, come down 2021. See you later. Hi, uh, my name is Jesus Martinez from Martinez Handroll Cigars. Uh, this is the last day of the TPE show. Great show for us. Uh, everybody seems very positive. Um, about it, the attendees, etc. So it's been a great show. We're happy to be here. Um, our company is located in New York City. We've been handling our own cigars uh, since 1974. Um, 45 years in the business. Uh, everything is the same location. We handle all the cigars ship out from the same location. So definitely a great destination if you're in, uh, in New York City. Stop by, see the rollers, and come and join the cigar with us. Hey, Nick, this is Justo Roa on TPE 2020. Thank you for stopping by. I really appreciate it. I am super happy to, you know, be with you again uh, on, on, on your program. Uh, we're here at TPE 2020. It's been great. Uh, you know, we get to meet a lot of uh, manufacturers. We're here at the pavilion. We're able to share stories and uh, talk, and, uh, and and it's been wonderful for us. We're very happy to have been here. It's a great experience. We're already going to be here for uh, TP 2021, and uh, we do have Aladino, uh, Rancho Luna, and Tarascans, our three core lines, and we're happy to, to, to host you next year for 2021. And like I was saying, there were a few people that um, I didn't get a chance to circle up with. There were um, a couple of brands that I did intend on on talking to that 
just logistically timing it got the, away from this me. This thing had to be like an elephant you were eating. My I mean, biggest, and that's exactly what yeah. I was about to say. My biggest takeaway from this was this was more than one man can handle. This was I bit. That's off, what she said. I bit off way more than I could. That's chew. what she said. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I've been anyway. watching Office reruns like a madman. So I, I, I bit off way more than I could chew. And just for, and, and and admittedly, TPE is smaller than the PCA in July. But you, the two of us are intending to be there in July. Thank God. Yeah. I could have used you with this one. I really could have. Oh, did you miss your wingman? I needed help. You needed your gator. I needed help. So, um, yeah, in terms of takeaways from this, this is definitely a two-man, at least two-man job. I one just I told one, you to get Mini Mr. T involved. One of me was not enough. Uh, Mini Mr. T. <laughs> I didn't even make it to Fremont. Um, wow. But, yeah, I could have be used, like, I pity the fool that don't smoke cigars. I could have used some help. And then in terms of... Now kick me. Oh, my God. And it didn't help going out so much. But see, I'll say though, the going out is where all the networking and and oh, all that absolutely. happened. That's where all the like that's connection where the magic happened. happens. And so that was that was important to it. So which leads me to my other point: you and I have got to one hundred percent got to start some sort of hard fitness regimen between now and July because, dude, it, I mean, I was dying. Yeah, just dying. We were dying at Kansas City, and that was literally just walking up a small incline, like. I don't think you understand. We had to take a break and sit with uh, Churchill. I don't think you understand. He was not amused. Just how, yeah, he was not amused. <laughs> I don't think you understand just how much, like, area we're talking here. Yeah. This is huge. I, I did not make it to the other three quarters of the show floor where all the CBD and yeah, the. Yeah, thanks. I wanted my CBD samples. Well, then you should have come out. But <laughs> Valid point. I, I just, no, it was just one of those things, man. It just couldn't have happened. But it was, it was a great show. Every, and that's the one thing I would like to point out. To a T, everybody I spoke to said that they had a wonderful show. Everybody enjoyed it. Everybody said that they wanted to come back next year. I think 2021, TPE 2021, is going to be significantly bigger than this year was. This year, it was it was a lot of toes in the water. A lot of people, both from the, the vendor side and the retailer side, were kind of dipping their toe in the water yeah. and just kind of seeing, you know, what this show could produce, what this show could do. Do you get the sense this is going to take place, or basically take over as the bigger of the two shows? Do you see that coming? I'm not going to lie to you. PCA has some real problems on their hands. Yeah. I think they need to figure out a way to address some legitimate grievances regarding their show, and I think they need to figure that out quickly. Because I will say there were a lot of retailers that I talked to that talked about how you know, buying in January versus buying in July makes a lot of sense. And sitting down with these manufacturers yeah. in January makes a lot of sense for the purpose of buying for the year and then figuring out event calendars for the year yep. and that sort of thing. January is a good month. And, and admittedly, the other thing, Vegas in January, it was a high of maybe like 65 the whole time we oh. were out there versus you go out there in July, it's going to be like 116 every yeah. day. You know, so you've got much more inviting. You know, TPE is in January when nothing's going on. Uh, PCA is in July, coming right on the heels of the Fourth of July holiday. Hell, last year it was right before the Fourth of July holiday. It was the weekend before, and everybody had to like leave town early to get back for the Fourth of July. So that last day was useless for a lot of people. So 
I do think PCA has some legitimate if they're not concerned about the growth of this show, they're they're got their head in their sand. I know I wasn't able to go with you, but it sounds like you had a great time. And I know it was exhausting, but I think it was well worth it. It was exhausting, but I'll tell you, you need to find a way to get it in your calendar for next year, man. Fair enough. Um, well, I can plan ahead uh, now. It's it's it is definitely a well worth it event. I had a wonderful time. I met some wonderful people. And, I mean, you know, I'd be remiss. There were some people that, that I mean, I met a lot of people. and But there were some people that kind of stand out in my mind that, you know, maybe I saw socially and hung out with a little bit or whatever. You know, the guys from Martinez Cigars. I saw them a lot. Hell, they were actually staying at my hotel on my floor and maybe like... I don't know, 15 rooms down the hall. (laughs) We didn't even know it. And those guys are great. Mm -hmm. They reached out to us initially, and, you know, we tried their cigar. It wasn't one that we necessarily get locally here. Oh, and dude, and they told me flat out because, so like, if you go back to that episode, it was our our episode where we talk about uh, Christmas gift ideas. Yeah. And so we smoked a Martinez cigar on there, and they told me that when they heard me start the episode about, have you tried this yet? I don't know how this is going to go. Hopefully it's good, but we're yep. not going to lie to you if it's not. He said he was on pins and needles the whole oh, episode that's listening awesome. to make sure that we liked it and everything. So, yeah, but no, it was it, it worked out great. They were really great people. And I think they're a, a very small boutique brand that has the ability to, to grow, but grow in a small and manageable way for yeah. them. Because they've only got four guys rolling cigars inside their shop in New York City. Wow. So they're those four guys are cranking out like you know however many cigars a day, and that's all that's what they've got. Yeah. You know, so they they can't grow you know nationwide you know multiple stores overnight, in a city yeah. overnight. You know they've got to take it very very slow, and so that's what they're looking they're looking for like hey is there one stay one one store in a state that wants to carry their cigars and maybe that one store can be like the only place in that state that you can get their stuff well and that cigar we really enjoyed yeah and then um like i said earlier you know um leo and ari from uh from nova i hung out with them on thursday night and we just done the football cigar we did and they just they are champion they are super nice Super high energy, salt of the earth people. You know, they and, and dude, they're hustling. They're a small company too. They're hustling hard. Yeah. You know, they picked up a vendor from Las Vegas at this show. Okay. So so they picked up an account at this show and it's a it's a local store. And the guy was like, Hey, you know, we need to think about, you know, having you guys come out and do an event. Well, they were supposed to fly out on Saturday and they said, Tell you what, how about we do the event on i think they did the event on saturday and they said and we'll just fly out on sunday oh wow and the guy's like really and they're like yeah yeah so they changed their flight plan wow in order to go ahead and stay an extra night do the event that's above and, and beyond head out above and beyond well i mean logistically for them it meant that they didn't have to fly back just to do an event and fly back you know yep. to miami but it, it just i mean it made sense and but that's what you got to do yep so so, Nick, I think it's a good time. We should probably mention uh, My Monthly Cigars, which will be coming up uh, probably probably smoking one of their sticks here on Friday's episode. I did. I did time. receive the box awesome. uh, while I was in Las Vegas. So our next episode, we will be cracking open the February My Monthly Cigars box and the checking, big unveiling. Out, checking out what's inside and having one of those. So 
My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. You go over to MyMonthlyCigars.com and you can subscribe and have cigars sent to you every month. We recommend the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. And that's the box we get. And so if you get that, you can smoke along with us because we smoke one of those cigars in... Uh, per episode over the course of the month normally on fridays but we you know change it it up now and then depending on schedule yeah but normally on fridays normally on fridays so don't forget to put in offer code pulpit p-u-l-p-i-t and that gets you free shipping on your first box or 20 percent off any of the items in the store because they do have the store where if let's say you like a cigar and your local brick and mortar doesn't carry it or for whatever reason can't get it you can always order it on their in in their store and get it that way and they also have an msrp guarantee so all the sticks within the box are guaranteed to um the msrp of those sticks is guaranteed to add up to um more than what you paid for the box now we do call them as we see them and there have been a couple of cigars um in the past that you know we've not liked as much and we've said that but i will say man that january they, box that january box was well worth uh-huh. it those were good sticks and i look forward to seeing what's in february mm-hmm. there you go now we also have a giveaway indeed to do so this is it's the february baby this is the first of our giveaways weekly giveaways we will be doing the giveaways on the Tuesday episodes. By the way, this is a Tuesday episode. There is no Ask the Boys this week because of the uh, all the TPE audio. We, we and asked all like the that. other people. We asked everybody yep, else. We so, did. Um, but no, so make sure you send us questions for the Ask the Boys segment for next Tuesday. But our first giveaway, we have a very nice set um, from Drew Estates. It's an ashtray. It's a cigar prop, and um, it comes in a nice little tin and everything like that. Hmm. We have a nice uh, nice little little giveaway, courtesy of Drew Estates, that is going to be going to Craig Lazenby. Hey! So, Craig, I know Craig. So, Craig, you need to... You know Craig? I know Craig. Really? Craig Lazenby is from Pinckneyville, Illinois. I know him well. Well... Great okay. guy. Help runs the Pee Wee Football League and stuff in Pinckneyville. He's very well, involved with stuff. Great, great people. Well, good. Maybe him, I, him and his wife Lacey. Maybe we can save some postage. I, but I can hand deliver that. All one. right. So anyway, so yeah. So all right. Well, our first one is going. I to, had no idea that's who you'd randomly draw. That's awesome. I, yeah. I mean, randomly draw. So now the only way you get to be involved in the weekly get- giveaway, folks, is you have to sign up for our email newsletter, which the first one will be going out sometime here soon. Now that I'm post tpe so make sure you go over to scarpulpit.com sign up for the newsletter it's the little pop-up window that comes up and just sign up for the newsletter as long as you are on that newsletter list you are entered to win so craig normally i would say that the individual has to reach out to us and give us uh, shipping information and everything like that prior to next week's episode he just has to tell me what i can meet up with but, him. but yeah you, craig just evidently has an in which I didn't even I know swear, he had signed I up. I swear to God, this is yeah, no. That's awesome. In all fairness, Jeff did not know that no. he signed up because I've been keeping the list from Jeff because he keeps threatening to. to I'm going to sell, sell it. it. Yeah, I'm going to sell it. I don't want to do that. So anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So you got to make it in the margins, baby. First giveaway goes to Craig Lazenby. So well, congratulations, Craig. Congratulations. So and speaking of fun stuff that Jeff and I are doing. We will be in Indianapolis tomorrow, mm-hmm. actually. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, we will be in town, rolling into town sometime on Wednesday. And so then what we're thinking is that evening. Time's still to be determined, but 
um, looking at going over to Sticks and having a few cigars. And then on Thursday... And uh, some Asian food, too. Indeed. Looking forward and to that. And then on Thursday, I know we want to hit up Burned by Rocky Patel and um, Nikki Blaine's. So we will be in the Indianapolis area. So if you're anywhere near the Indianapolis area and you feel like coming out and saying hi and... And we've had people reach out already. Stick with us, then feel free to uh, to be watching our Instagram and see you know times and locations and all that fun stuff. We're a huge disappointment in person, but come enjoy a cigar with us anyway. (laughs) (laughs) There's some truth to that too. Uh, So so much truth. Anyway, now how else would they reach out to us on the socials? Oh well, yeah. So the socials. We uh, are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. There you go. Well, what are your uh, final thoughts on the Placencia? The uh, Reserva Original. And it's a good stick. I'm down to my nub, man. I've enjoyed this thing. It's a nice caramely flavor to it you know every once in a while i get that little bit of you know hint of nuttiness or whatever i got the but, chocolate um, off the start it's a good cigar a lot of flavor chocolate. you keep talking about chocolate i did not you talked about fruits chocolate. and nuts and i don't get that either so okay. i think well, it's just a different palate different tastes but no it's a it's a nice quality cigar i really enjoy it yep so and we have a couple others so i'm looking forward to uh oh, trying those and that's then one also thing getting I will, some more cigars one thing i will say I never asked anybody, because I'm not a mooch like that. I am. But um, I never asked anybody, but Jeff, am I lying? Did I come back with like no, a ton you, of samples? No, you have a bunch for us to uh, try out on the podcast. duffel bag full of cigars Literally. down there that um, we're going to try out. So there, we're, we're definitely going to be hitting up some cigars from this show. And uh, yeah, hence another reason why it would have been nice for you to be out there, bud. We could have like, you know, gotten even more. I'm sure. You know, July. July's coming quick. I'm just saying. July's coming quick. So. Well, guys, listen, thank you so much for listening in. Um, and if you get a chance, come out and see us at an indie. We're really looking forward to hanging out with some of the brothers of the leaf and yep. sisters of the leaf, too. Yep. So if you if you like cigars and you're in the Indianapolis area, we're going to be out there Wednesday, Thursday for sure. Definitely. So with that, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. A to the men. I'm Nick. This is Gator. And we will see you in Indy, hopefully, and otherwise, stay smoky. <laughs>